The Chromes were relatively easy to kill, but they came in ferocious numbers. Eight walls of imperial fists boxed one of their primary family groups into a scrub-sided valley east of the blister nest and reduced them to burned shells and spattered meat. Smoke rose off the hill of dead. It was a yellowish air stain composed of atomized organic particulates and the backwash of physalene smoke. According to the Majos biologists sent to assist the undertaking, sustained bolter and las fire, together with the chronic impact trauma of blade and close combat weapons, had effectively aerosolized about 7% of the enemy's collective biomass. The yellow smoke, a cloud 20 kilometers wide and 60 long, drained down the valley like a dawn fog. The Majos biologists told Corlin this as if the fact had some practical application. Corland, second captain of Daylight Wall Company, shrugged. It was a non-fact to him, like someone saying the shape of a pool of spilled blood resembled a map of Arcturus, or Great Uncle Janier's profile. Corland had been sent to throne-forsaken Artemantua to kill Chromes. He was used to killing things. He was good at it, like all his company brothers, and like every brother of the Shield Corps. He was also used to the fact that when things were killed in colossal numbers, it left a mess. Sometimes the mess was smoke, sometimes it was liquid, sometimes it was grease, sometimes it was embers. He didn't need some terror spire expert telling him that he and his brothers had pounded the chromes so hard and so explosively that they had vaporized part of them. The Majos biologists had a retinue of three hundred acolytes and servitors, they were hooded and diligent and had decorated the hillside with portable detection equipment and analysis engines. Tubes sniffed the air. This, Corland understood, was how the Majos biologist had arrived at his 7% revelation. Picting and imaging devices recorded the anatomies of dead and living chrome specimens alike. Dissections were underway. The chromes are not a high-factor hostile species, the Majos told Corland. Really, Corland replied through his visor speakers, obliged to listen to the report. Not at all, the human said, shaking his head, apparently under the impression that Corland's obligation was in fact interest. See for yourself, he said, gesturing to a half-flayed specimen spread-eagled on a dissection stand. They are armoured, of course, around the head, neck and back, and their forelimbs are well formed into digital blades. Or claws, said Corland. Just so, the Majos went on, especially in sub-adult and adult males. They are not harmless, but they are not a naturally aggressive species. Corland thought about that. The chromes, so-called because of the silvery metallic finish of their chitin armour, were Xenos breed, human-sized bugs with long forelimbs and impressive speed. He thought about the eighteen million of them that had swarmed the valley that afternoon, the sea of silver gleaming in the sunlight, the swish of their bladed limbs, the tick-tick-tick noise they made with their mouthparts, like broken cogitators. He thought of the three brothers he'd lost from his wall during the initial overwhelm, the four taken from hemispheric wall, the three from anterior six-gate wall. Go tell them, not naturally aggressive. The Chromes had numbers, vast numbers, the more they had killed, the more there were to kill. 
Sustained slaughter was the only operational tactic. Keep killing them until they were all dead. The rate at which the Imperial fists had been required to hit them, the duration, the frenzy, no damn wonder they aerosolized 7% of their biomass. Chromes have been encountered on 66 other worlds in this sector alone, said the Majos biologist. Twenty-four of those encounters took place during compliance expeditions at the time of the Great Crusade, the rest since. Chromes have been encountered in large numbers and have often defended themselves. They have never been known to behave with such proactive hostility before. The Majos thought about this. They remind me of rats, he said. Rad rats. I remember there was a terrible plague of them down in the basements and sub-basements under the archive block of the biologist's sanctum at Numis. They were destroying valuable specimens and records, but they were not individually in any way harmful or dangerous. We sent in environmental purge teams with flame guns and toxin sprays. We began to exterminate them. They swarmed. Fear, I suppose. They came flooding out of the place, and we lost three men and a dozen servitors in the deluge. Unstoppable. Like the subhive rats, the chromes have never behaved this way before. And they won't again, said Courland, because when we're finished here, they'll all be dead. This is just one of a possible nineteen primary family groups, said the Majos biologist. He paused. Courland knew that the Majos intended to address him by name, but like so many humans, he found it difficult to differentiate between the giant transhuman warriors in their yellow armour. He had to rely on rank pins, insignia, and the unit markings on shoulder plates, and that information always took a moment to process. The Majos biologist nodded slightly, as if to apologise for the hesitation. Captain Corland of the Second Daylight Wall. I'm Second Captain of the Daylight Wall Company, Corland corrected. Ah, of course. Forget about rank. Just try to remember us by our wall names. Your what? Corland sighed. This man knew more than seemed healthy about Xenos breeds, but he knew nothing about the warriors built to guard against them. Our wall names, he said. When we are inducted, we forget our given names, our pre-breed names. Our brothers bestow upon each of us a name that suits our bearing or character. A wall name. The Majos nodded, politely interested. Corland gestured to a space marine trudging past them. That's firefight, he said. That brother over there, he's dolorous. Him there, kill shot. I see, said the Majos biologist. These are earned names, names within the Brotherhood. Corland nodded. He knew that at some point he'd been told the Majos biologist's name. He hadn't forgotten because it was complicated. He just hadn't cared enough about the human to remember it. What is your name, Captain? the Majos asked brightly. Your wall name? My name, Corland replied. I am... Slaughter.